Hello, everybody. This is the Business Food Up edition of the Dreamers and Doers podcast. I'm Brayden. I'm joined by my awesome co-host, Sammy Grace. Hi, Brayden. Each week, we'll come to you live from the Norman's Farmer's Market, where we'll hear interviews from our youngest and our oldest entrepreneurs who inspire, educate, and give you action steps to help you create your own business. Our, pack, our podcast is powered by LoveWorks Leadership, a youth organization based right here out of Oklahoma, helping kids start real, actual businesses. We believe that you are never too young to be a big dreamer and never be too young to turn your idea into reality. So let's meet our first guest, Sam. Sam is a part of the Business Boot Up initiative that is designed to help kids bring their product, service, and sell at the farmer's market. If you want to be a part of our next cohort, cohort of students of Business Boot Up, applications are now open at loveworksleadership.org. Sam is a fifth grader at Elsenshire Elementary. He is the founder and CEO of Heavenly Nectar, a line of natural smoothies. Heavenly Nectar cre- creation was inspired by his grandmother from Peru, and his smoothie recipes has saved and created himself. Sam enjoys reading, listening to music, watching action anime, spending time with his family and friends, and hanging out at places like Barnes & Noble. Sam is a part of the Business Boot Up Initiative from LoveWorks Leadership that is designed to help school-age kids bring their product and service to the Norman's Farmer's Market. Additionally, Sam recently participated in the Scripps Spelling Bee, where he represented his school and reached the district level. Also, he received second place in the elementary poster design category for the celebration of world language at Dove Schools. His dream is to become a robotic engineer along with having his own business. He currently lives in Norman, Oklahoma with his parents, Ryan and Monica. That is quite a while. Hello, Sam. How are you doing today? Hello, guys. Thanks for inviting me here today. I am excited to sell again today. Thank you for asking. We are so excited to dive more about you. We're so excited to learn more about what your business is and what it, how what really got you started. So what is your story and like how everyone has a story? What was it and how did it start? Well, my business is Heavenly Nectar, a line of natural smoothies. It started when my grandma in Peru would make smoothies for me every day when I would visit my family. Her smoothies were so different from the ones that I had before or since. The unique taste that I got from those smoothies led me to create my business. That is, that is so good. So you talked about your flavors, right? You have these unique tastes. Can you tell some of the flavors you have? Um, so we have Full Belly, which has banana in it. We also have Hearty and Healthy, which has the green mango. And then lastly, we have the freshener, which has the island tree. Ooh, okay, that's just making me hungry. I'm gonna have to no, buy one. Oh, those here. are sounding really good. I love how they're so unique and they're so they're flavors that I would have never thought to have. So, whenever I hear that you know you started your business, your did your grandma help you with your business? Is that something that she started with you, or is that something that you took initiative on your own? Well, I took initiative on my own because those smoothies with that unique taste led me to experiment in the kitchen, sort of and get my recipes and make them. Wow. So we're, today we're hoping to inspire our youngest entrepreneurs out there. And so we want to talk a little bit about your product. Like how did you get the idea for your product and what got it here to the farmer's market? Well, what helped me to sell at the farmer's market was my family and lovers. It was their support, help, and direction that has allowed me to be here today. My grandma inspired me to make my smoothies recipes, which eventually led to my business. My dad helped me with the budgeting, and my mom helped me with the marketing. Additionally, and fortunately for me, lovers helped me to start my business along with my business mentors. That's really cool. So I know we're talking about inspiring others and how you started. 
So I know everyone sometimes makes mistakes and whenever they first start their business, is there something that you wish you could have redone or wish you knew before you started your business? Well, one thing that I wish I knew before starting my business was how to budget. It was a big surprise how much money goes into the ingredients, the blenders, cups, the straws, ETC, and promo t-shirts, which have our awesome sponsor, the Paper Box and Crafts. Nice. nice. I love that. Additionally, so I wish I knew how to gain customers. I've only done smoothies for my family. Um, but after some market research, I gained more comfortable talking to people about my business. I really love that. So we know this isn't your first time at the Farmer's Market. It's now your second time. So what is that like advice that you give of any kind to help these young entrepreneurs start their business? Um, one thing I would give some tips I would say I'll give to future entrepreneurs is one, smile. It helps for your clients to see a friendly face. And two, go out and get your customers. You don't just want to stand around and just go out and invite them to try your product. That is so cool. I love how you're so unique with your business and how you just seem so confident. And I think that you're going to go a long way with this. So I'm really excited. Um, and I want to thank you so much for your time. Those are amazing answers. And I love that. But before we leave you off, can you tell our viewers where we can find you? Um, well, I don't have anything dedicated to social media or something like that. Um, but we, I am planning to have a few dates in May. All right, so you'll be here at the farmer's market, hopefully. Yeah. All right, they're, they're All excited. Right. I know your, your smoothies are awesome, so I'm super excited to see you back. So we're going to bring on our next uh, next guest real soon. So we're going to let Sam go sell his smoothies, and we're going to get on our way. All right, viewers, and we are back with our next guest. Hi, Brayden. So this is John Kay. I'm so excited. She has a business here at the farmer's market who is... Really excited to talk about. So, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Say hi. Sure. Talk about business. Uh, my name is Johnny K. Squires, and I represent our business, which is kind of twofold. We have DJ Horton Farms, which think of it as it's the produ production facility. So okay. that's where we produce um, cattle, livestock, herbs, flowers, vegetables, and that's 203 acres out east of Lexington. And then we market everything through a business called Hoots Agrimart. So we're kind of a two-fold business with the family. It's really cool. That's super cool. So today we are like hoping to reach our youngest entrepreneurs, you know, our young kids. They're over there. And so we want to just get into your product, right? And like, how did you like get to the point where your product and how did you get it here to sell at the farmer's market? Well, you know, I kind of can relate to your young people that's involved in this program and, uh, Actually, my parents were educators. My mom was a home ec teacher. My dad was an ag education instructor. And as young kids, we started businesses with livestock. So at the age of 12, I went to, uh, I had a checking account. I went to the bank and borrowed money to have livestock. I actually wanted sheep, which was a little silly, my dad thought. Um, and so we started with our own business as young kids. And it's taught us how to manage money, how to make financial decisions, how to market a product, and was it something viable that we could sell and be involved in. And so um, the responsibility and the things that we learned at a young age kind of propelled us to want to stay in business for ourselves. Wow. That is really cool. So I know that you're talking about how you did it when you were young, and I want to know 
is this something that has just been passed down in the family you guys have been doing, or is that something where you your your mom started or your parents started? I kind of feel like as a family, we we always had a business and we always raised livestock. Um, so in a sense, you know, being business owners was entrenched in us, and so. Um, we always had an entrepreneurial kind of spirit. Um, I grew up on the farm. I went to college, got an animal science business degree, and then I became a teacher, helped young people like yourself start businesses, but we even had a business ourselves with our own kids, and we wanted to continue having this business for even my kids. So this personal business has three generations of my family involved in it. And you want so to keep going. We do. We do. And it's a value system that we buy into. It's protecting the land. It's teaching others about agriculture. Um, in this country, 2% of us produce the food for the other 98%. So a lot of people don't value and understand what we do in agriculture. And just like you guys have launched a salsa product and you have a value-added product, we have value-added products. We sell retail beef and jellies and jams, and we explain to people how we do it and how we process those products into another product. That, that is just super-duper cool. And you guys are right across from us, which is really cool, right there. So we know a huge part of farmer's marketing is making some money. And right. so can, can you talk about the importance of the finance and knowing your numbers? You know, knowing your numbers is probably... Everybody that does a business has something they're good at, okay? I like to market, I like to sell, I like to be creative. I'm not always the best one that wants to do the numbers, but you need to have a numbers person because you can't make a profit if you don't know what it costs you. So you definitely need to know those, we call them input costs. What's it take for every part of that product? Plus you gotta add your taxes, your labor, your equipment, your land, and so, a lot of times in agriculture, we're really, really bad about, as businesses, um, we want to sell products for what we want to buy it for. You know what I mean? Like yeah. We, we, yeah. Don't want, we were afraid to say, well, I'm going to sell that for $10, and we're going, well, I wouldn't buy that for $10. <laughs> and it's kind of silly because we have to value what we have, and uh -huh. we got to feel like it's worth our time and that customers are willing to pay for it. And I'm a big believer in there's a customer for everybody. At this market, there could be 10 of you guys making salsa, right? Well, what makes yours different? What makes it unique? They're buying into you guys as young people, as young entrepreneurs, and um, they want to support your cause, right? Mm -hmm. I want customers that want to support my cause and what I do, and I want it to be at a price point they're happy with. Some people are going to love my price. Some people aren't going to love my price, and that's okay because this is free enterprise, right? So I feel like we're all in it together, and... If you know your numbers, you can know how to make a profit and stay in business. And too many times if people don't do that, they don't stay in business. So I, I, I completely understand that. And it's all about personal preference and about do they think they're getting a deal? Do you think they're not? So coming back to that, as being young entrepreneurs and starting a businesses of ourselves, I know it's very difficult to manage money because there's a new toy. There's, a new, there's always something new out there that we're like, oh, we want to get. So... Is there any tips to help us restrain from that or to help us financially about how to mentally be able to do that? Well, I think your first thing is that, you know, you pay, you pay for yourself and your business and your time. So you allocate a budget. 
you reinvest in your business, you always want to have a contingency plan. And I think this is another big, big thing that people don't do. So COVID last year gave us a curveball on, man, what's your contingency plan if you can't come and sell to the people, right? Yep. So an online, online market became a very viable option to move our products. Same thing happens with, you know, we each need to have a contingency plan for a business. But we need to think about, you know, if some if equipment broke down or maybe a freezer went out or you guys' refrigerator for storing your salsa, is there extra money for those things that might happen? And so you always want to plan for, you want to pay yourself, you want to put money aside for the business, and you always want to put money aside for growth. And I think if you become disciplined and find your numbers person, somebody in the group likes numbers. <laughs> So find, find the nerdy number guy, okay? Because <laughs> they're going to make you money, and you keep them, and then you use the other people to be your marketers, and you know. Some people ones. are good at talking. Some people are like, I'm just going to stay in the back and just right. do things. Right. I'm going to make the product. I'm going to be in processing. Right. So right. Find your talents. Yeah, I, I just know our viewers right there. They're writing notes down as you speak right now. So that is just amazing advice. So we're talking about like our young entrepreneurs, right? So take yourself aback. I know not too long ago, what is something that you wish you knew before getting into business? I guess the thing that I wish I knew or I wish maybe when I was younger, the importance of finding good mentors and affiliating yourself with groups that are positive that will either grow you or grow your business. Like-minded people bring like-minded success or failure. And so I've had the opportunity to be in this business and industry. I'm in my 50s, so I get 30-something years. Um, the best thing that I see all the time is networking. I don't always have the answers, but somebody else that I know will have the answers or connections. And I think as young people, the sooner you get out and meet people and... Um, keep that information, communicate with them, not just by text or email. Um, really have verbal conversations. Yeah. Go back to the old school. Have some verbal communication with them. Um, try to remember their name or try to kind of develop that um, resource bank yeah. of connections. Because this world is really tightly networked. And there's a, there's a lot of good people that want to help you be successful. But you've got to be in those groups of people. And that's that to me, there's what I call there's uh, sneezers. Seth Gooden is a marketing expert. And he says, there's people that are going to sneeze and share your idea. And there's people that are going to kill your idea. Well, who do you want to hang with? We want the sneezers. We want the sneezers. We want people spreading what we do and sharing what we do, just like what you guys believe in and what you do. It would have never happened if someone didn't believe in you. That right. totally makes sense. My mom always told me it's not what you know, it's who you know and what relationships you make. So that makes a lot of sense. So for one of our last questions, I want to know, do you have any tips or things you want to share with them about for little kids wanting to start their own business and kind of something that you would want to do, want them to know? I, you know, again, I guess knowing that there's opportunities, just like you guys got to be a part of a unique opportunity. Um, if you have a dream or a vision or a concept or an idea, somebody can help move it forward if you could connect with someone. Um, I do think people being made aware of student opportunities, young entrepreneurial opportunities is, I think a lot of time it's kind of a hidden secret in our communities that you guys are out there and there's organizations that are helping young people 
Um, they're also, you know, helping you guys to elevate your skill sets, doing interviews like this, getting to be exposed to the things you guys are seeing. Um, I, again, I think just finding those resources and doing your best to kind of make connections so that things can happen for people and share it. Huh. Yeah. Be, be positive and share it. Don't be jealous. Um, don't put the competition down. Some um, people, ele- rivalry, always. You know, it's good to have healthy competition, but it's really good that we each work. To me, here's the deal. If you guys are having success with your salsa product, it's going to draw more clients and customers to my beef booth or over here to the bread baking table, right? So the better we each do with our customers, the better we have a whole business for all of us. Maybe they're like, I want some bread with my salsa. You never know. (laughs) Exactly. I'm going to go home and make a meal, make some taco soup, whatever. So I think, again, we try to, we want to elevate each other. And the more we do that with these programs and the resources, the better we are for our community. And that's the thing I think we need to look at. Norman has a great um, entrepreneurial spirit with the new Norman Farmer's Market being moved and some changes there. And then the other part of it is, you know, Oklahoma, again, we're a strong agriculture state. So, you know, we're in the business of producing and feeding people. Yeah. So, Jonna, thank you so much for coming. Before we kind of wrap up, where can we find you and your your product and business? Um, You can find our product and business. We are at Norman Farmer's Market on Saturdays and Tuesdays. And again, we do have a Facebook page for DJ Horton Farms or Hoots Market. Um, I have a personal page and we are working on a website. We haven't got that yet completed. The other thing I'm going to tell you is we are offering farm tours and some agritourism and some photo things at our place too. Feel free to kind of hit us up on Facebook. Um, I probably put a lot more on my personal page just because it's easier. Um, I'm not as technologically savvy as you young people are. I can't manage all those platforms. But those are probably the easiest places to find us in terms of where we're located and and what we're doing. That is so awesome. So those were some awesome interviews, Brayden, and I think they were just, they were awesome and great answers. What was something that stood out to you that you think our listeners can use? So, listeners, I think something that really stuck out is knowing your numbers. Jonna, you, you talked about this just perfectly. Find your numbers person. If that's a guy or girl, maybe even you. But know your numbers because that's what's going to make you successful is knowing those and pushing those. That's how you're going to make it out here in the farmer's market is knowing that information. What about you, Sammy? I just like how both of them said you always have to have a plan. It's almost like when you write an essay. You always have to. There's steps brainstorming, you always have to rough draft. Before you put out your final product, send it to the teacher. You always have those steps, and I love how they, they you have to be just aware of it. And I love how both of them just told us that straight out. Yeah. So viewers, next week we will be back right here in the Norman's Farm Market with two new business owners, and we're just super powerful, just ready to give you that powerful point of action. So, just a reminder, don't forget to visit loveworksleadership.org. And remember, real leaders, they don't blend in, they stand out. Dream big. And do your dream. Bye, y'all.